0: This is Dominic Carter, everybody, on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good evening, good evening, good evening, folks. I hope you had a great weekend. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. Over the course of the next two hours, and thank you, Curtis Slewa we have a lot to get to. A U.S. warship, a U.S. warship, multiple commercial ships attacked in the Red Sea according to the Pentagon Democrats ready to nominate ex-Congressman Tom Swazi to reclaimed, reclaim expelled George Santos seat. We'll see what Republicans do, who they put up as Santos is threatening to drop a dime on his colleagues. Horrific. And I mean, horrific news stories of Hamas attacks in Israel surface including something that we all knew was going on, the brutal rapes of women, one woman who screamed to be killed. This, as Israel has launched its 10,000 airstrike in Gaza, 700 people reported killed in the past 24 hours. No one else to blame for this but Hamas. Israel has every right to defend itself. News dropped last Friday when no one was paying attention about Derek Chauvin, the officer in the George Floyd case that was stabbed in federal prison 22 times. 22 times by an FBI informant. The suspect, 52-year-old John Tersack, Uh, told investigators the date of the attack, Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, was intended to invoke, guess what, the Black Lives Matter movement, according to the criminal complaint and the black hand symbol associated with the Mexican mafia. The suspect told the correctional officers that he would have killed Chauvin had they not responded so quickly. Quickly, according to the complaint, the suspect is serving a 30-year prison sentence for carrying out crimes while working as a federal informant. In Queens, as I was just discussing with Curtis Lewa, a man's sister is reflecting on his life. Her brother, uh, before mental illness, consumed him And it's remembering him as a caring, loving man, despite the horrors of today, stating he was a good person. He was happy. I just want everyone to know mental illness is really serious. It really is. I've talked about this on this program. I will continue to talk about it in terms of uh, my own background that, that I ran from for years of my life. My mother's uh, mental illness is a chronic, paranoid, schizophrenic, from the medications to the hospitalizations to to the voices that she would hear to the severe beatings that I would receive to the hospitalizations that I would receive uh, at the hands of her attack. When When these individuals who need help, when they're off their medication or they're dehydrated or something else may be at play, you are looking at, A very explosive situation, and that is exactly what happened in Queens today. A woman fighting for her life after her nephew stabbed her and killed four of her family members. She had opened her home to the mentally ill man facing homelessness just weeks before his murderous uh, rampage. Police shot and killed 38-year-old Courtney Gordon after he stabbed two police officers responding to the home on Beach 22nd Street near Elk Drive in Far Rockaway about 510 this morning. Prior to that, Gordon stabbed the 61-year-old aunt, Christine Watson, An 11-year-old girl, a 12-year-old boy, a 44-year-old woman, and a man in his 30s before setting fire to the house. But I'm starting with a different topic tonight, a live interview. Last week, many of you heard me talk about on the radio, my friend Tamara Tucci. And Tamara, I call her uh, Tammy, she's dealing with breast cancer. She's a longtime WABC listener. And Tamara, something that's a very, very private matter, is set to have a double mastectomy five days from Christmas. Five days from Christmas. And she has agreed to share her personal story right now with the hopes of helping others that might be in her situation. And it it, it really is a a tough one because um, Tamara is going to join me in just one second. Uh, We we talk, we talk uh, quite a bit and um, she had called me one day a few months ago and told me the situation and it was really bothering me on a personal level inside because I, like I do with anyone I know, if I give you my word that I won't say anything to anyone, it's going to stay that way. And so Tamara is going to join us right now, and she's also going to be taking your live telephone calls. You can reach us, you can reach Tamara on the topic of breast cancer at 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. We say good evening to you, Tamara. How are you? Hi,
2: Dominic.
0: How are you feeling?
2: I am doing well. I uh, was listening to Curtis and Nancy, and they were talking about squirrels. That's one of my favorite things to do is go feed the squirrels every day. So I was glued to, the, uh, to listening to Curtis.
0: But uh, I'm doing well. Thank you. Okay. So you live in Florida. And I I want you, I understand this is very personal in nature, and thank you for, for, out of the kindness of your heart, willing to share your story to benefit and to help others. Tell us your story, Tammy. So October of this
2: year, I was scheduled for my regular routine yearly mammogram. So I went to do that. The next day, they called me to tell me that they saw something on the pictures and they wanted to redo the pictures. So I didn't think much of it at that time. So I went for um, more photos and the spot was still there. So they said they wanted to get a better look at it and uh, schedule me for an MRI. So I go in for the MRI and the MRI showed three more spots. So I had a total of four spots, three three on one side, one on the other. And um, everything just started moving quickly after that. They, I have like three different doctors now, um, I I had an ultrasound to pinpoint exactly where all these spots were, and they scheduled um, multiple biopsies. So, they had to go in, do biopsies on each spot, which was not fun, and um, it did show that all four spots were positive for cancer, and I have, it's called invasive ductal carcinoma, And I have had second opinion, other doctors look at all my scans and I am scheduled for a double mastectomy December 20th. And I am trying to cope with it the best I can. And um, I would love anybody to give me some advice, um, suggestions, I have changed my diet. I've been exercising more. I've just changed a lot about my life. I'm I'm just trying to get through this the best I can.
0: And so this all happened very fast, correct? Very fast.
2: Very fast. Yeah. October, I just went for my yearly, and here we are, um, December, going to have a double mastectomy.
0: So... When when you and I first talked, they had they had they had found the uh, the lumps, and uh, and I did what I always try to do, and that's the glass is always half full as opposed to a half empty, and to try and be positive. And then that's when they had to bring you in to do the surgical test. Am I describing this correct?
2: Yeah, the biopsies. They had to go in to um, all four spots they had to go in and take a sample a needle biopsy take a sample to test it to see if it was indeed cancer and they all came back with cancer all four spots and um, it just hit me like a ton of bricks because you know i i lead a pretty healthy lifestyle i never smoke I don't drink um i actually cut out all caffeine uh, most sugars, I'm still eating a few sweets here and there, but um, I, I'm i trying to do everything right. And,
0: um, yeah, it's just moving so quickly. I- and so I, I recall the first phone call. And by the way, uh, we have a lot of telephone calls for you, Tammy, right now. And Tammy also has a GoFundMe page, which is titled, or a friend set up a uh, GoFundMe page for her. It's titled Breast Cancer Fundraiser. For Tamara Tucci so uh, calls for, for all over the country are coming in right now for you Tamara, but okay, so i I remember the uh the first phone phone call and uh and again, I was trying to stay positive and I was about to MC an event, and I told you that, and then you told me the news, and all I could try to do was try to be strong for my friend you. But as soon as you got off the phone, I wanted to cancel the event that I had MC that night, but it was it was thirty minutes away from the event and and I just I had to put on a public mask and go forward, even though I was not feeling it uh given that my friend you are are in pain you know on an emotional level but but what I'm trying to ask of you is I remember that call well, and then I remember. Uh, and we're about to start with some of the calls from Brooklyn to Pennsylvania to New Jersey to uh, to Queens. And I remember when you called me back uh, after the surgical test, We, you and I spoke the night you came home and you said that you were very medicated and in tremendous pain, and this lasted for a couple of days. And then you called me back, and you said it almost – Non emotionally, you said I have cancer. I have to uh, have a, a double mastectomy. Uh, have you have you talked to any of the professionals, or, or, or is there professional help available for people dealing with situations like this? Do you know of? Well, well,
2: first, I just I just want to tell you I don't remember those phone calls really because I I was just stunned. Um, I probably was a basket case, but.
0: I don't know. No, you were um, very strong. You were very strong. Was
2: I? Yes. Was I I, yes. I really. I, I don't really remember much about it. I just was, like, shocked. Um, but as far as um, someone to talk to, so um, the hospital that I'm going through, they, they, um, they do have sh- uh, social workers, but also they pair you up with a phone mentor who has also been through this. And she's been a big help to me, telling me what supplies I'm going to need after surgery, Um, you know, something as simple as button-down shirts, um, you know, because I'm not going to be able to lift my arms. You know, she's just been a really big help to me. But I don't think, I don't think reality has really set in yet. Um, it, It probably won't until... I am checking into the hospital that day, but I am doing the best that I can. I really am. I'm, I'm, you know, I, like I said, I, I walk every day. I exercise. I try to go to the gym at least three times a week. Um, I try to do something pleasant and just get my mind off of everything.
0: And so was chemotherapy an option for you or no? So that,
2: will not be discussed until after the surgery.
0: So you they still have may to have see, to deal with that. Oh.
2: They they oh. have to after the surgery they will send send it to the lab to see, you know, if it's spread. So yeah, I don't know anything about chemotherapy right now.
0: And so we we we're talking about essentially a, a life-saving surgery that's the bottom line yes yes have you really and folks we see your calls coming in from around the country we'll start with them momentarily have you really thought about what's going to happen and and are you going to have a uh, reconstructive uh, surgery
2: I am actually tomorrow I meet with the plastic surgeon and they were they're gonna go over what they're gonna do I think tomorrow reality might start setting in when they when they tell me about the reconstruction um, I'm I'm really living in a fog these days um, but yeah I meet the, the plastic surgeon tomorrow and at that time he will give me a better idea of you know, how long the recovery is going to be and uh, how long I will probably be out of work. And uh, yeah, so (laughs) that's what I'm dealing with.
0: So please, please forgive the fact that I don't know this information, but something you said just stood out Mm -hmm. to me. You said after surgery, you won't be able to lift your arms.
1: Yeah, no, because
2: they're going to remove lymph nodes from under my arms,
0: and 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 the double mast mastectomy as well.
2: A double mastectomy, and they will remove I don't know how many lymph nodes, um, but they will remove lymph nodes from underneath both arms
0: and armpit. And you, 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 this started in October, and October. Uh, yeah. And here we
2: are. Yeah. it it just everything. I've, I don't know how many doctor appointments I've been to, but it's just been moving quick, quick, quick. I, I will tell you one thing. Um, July, August, I started feeling very tired. I mean, I was falling asleep in my car at my, in my driver's seat, just like nodding out. And it, it's like, something's not right with me.
1: Um,
2: I tried to donate blood a couple different times and I couldn't donate blood because my iron was so low and I was like wow something is just not right uh my friends and family were saying are you losing weight are you okay and uh, so I knew something was not right with me so that was the first indicator but there was no pain anywhere but um October came around and, you know, then I said, Oh, okay. Now all this makes sense.
0: But again, October, you go for your yearly exam and by December, you know what we're in right now, a double mastectomy. Have you, thought about the fact that it's five days from Christmas or just Christmas is, is not important to you at this point.
2: I I know. And I even asked them, I said, can we not wait until after the holidays? Because, you know, I wanted to spend Christmas with my family and they said they cannot wait. This cannot wait any longer because they don't want it to spread any further because if they go in now, there's a very big chance that they can get it without it spreading. So that's why they have to do it now.
0: So I'm about to start with uh, telephone calls coming in from around the country, but I do want to ask you this, and and, uh, we are chatting right now with Tamara Tucci, a longtime WABC listener. Tamara has breast cancer and is set to have a double mastectomy five days from Christmas. Given what you've gone through, how important is it for women uh, to get screened? And if you hadn't done your screening, you wouldn't have known your situation, correct? That's correct. And
2: let me just add that... Only one spot showed up on the mammogram. They did not find the other three until they did an MRI on me. So that's very concerning right there because how many, how many breast cancers are, are going undetected with just standard mammograms? If they did not do that MRI on me, they would have not caught the other three um, tumors. So that's very concerning to me. So yes, please, women go for your yearly mammogram, please. I'm going to be honest with you. I was not going to go this year because it was already October holidays. were about to start. I was like, Oh, I don't want to go do this. They've been good for the past five years or whatever. I was like, I don't need to go. I feel fine. And, um. Something told me, no, just go get it done. And I'm glad that I did.
0: And so am I. So am I. I'm very (laughs) glad that you went. Let's start with the telephone calls. A lot of people want to talk to you. Let's begin with Kerry in New Jersey. Kerry is a cancer survivor. Good evening, Kerry. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good evening, Dominic. Tamara, have you talked to Dr. Lederman?
2: I haven't. I I don't live in New York anymore. I I left New York about thirteen years ago, and I live in
3: Florida.
0: Right. So so so. And and this is This is way This is very 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 serious at this point. Let's go to Loretta in Brooklyn. Good evening, Loretta.
4: Good evening, Dominic and Tamara. Uh, sweetheart, my heart bleeds for you. Have you gotten a second opinion, third opinion, something of that nature yet?
2: I, I I have yes I I have I I got second opinions and I have actually four different doctors I got two surgeons I got the oncologist and then the general practitioner so yes I I've had several eyes on all my my MRIs.
4: Well, uh, we were trying to hide the the C word from my mother back then and my my <laughs> yeah. brother yeah my, my she already had two strokes. And my brother took the x-rays to Sloan-Kettering Memorial, and uh, they confirmed what we already knew, that surgery was necessary. Um, but it, it was a different situation with my mother. So Sloan-Kettering is, is not possible for you, right?
2: No, no. I, I left New York 13 years ago. I'm a Florida resident now.
4: Yeah. Uh, I can't do much. But uh, I would like to contribute something. I don't have computer or any technology. Uh, I would like to send something, but it would have to be by check. I don't expect you to give me your address. I could send it to the station if you would let me. And um, I just need the correct spelling of your name because I don't even have a cell phone. I can't do anything other than send a check, and it wouldn't be that much. It would be what I could do. Uh, I want to feel like I can help in some way.
2: Loretta, thank you so much. And uh, just by talking to me, you're doing more than enough, and I appreciate that. Um,
4: Well, uh, it sounds like such a stressful condition that you're living under right now, and stress is adding to your medical problems. And um, it may sound silly, stupid, but uh if you can hear a little music anything that uplifts you um uh whatever music that helps you that makes you feel better uh it's a positive energy and and um we're in short supply of positive energy all of us um i don't want to keep you on the phone a lot of people want to contribute um and and give you their input um Could I send a check? Uh, Is it possible?
0: Would you let me? Um, yeah, um, Dominic, I we, guess. Right. We, we we have to figure that out. We have to figure that out. Uh, what what we can uh, legally and legally, what we can legally do uh, at the radio station. Loretta, thank you so much for the call. Hey, Loretta, before I let you go, and by by the way, by the way, Tamara, we, quite a few calls are coming in for people from you that are cancer survivors themselves. So, like for example, I'm about to go to Kathy in Manhattan, who's a breast cancer survivor, but Loretta. A, it sounded like you got emotional for a second there. I'm just curious, why?
4: Because I can't do much to help, and I I need to help. Um, um, I, I don't have experience with this myself. I just know know what we went through with my mother, and it wasn't breast cancer. It, it was um, um, cancer of the vulva, and uh, they said no questions, she has to have the surgery. They had her all prepped on the table and ready to go. Um, I started a new job in Manhattan. My brother said, that's not my mother. I can't tell you what to do, but she may need you more after the surgery. So I didn't go to the hospital, but her blood pressure was fluctuating so much. They aborted the surgery and they went with uh, radiation and that's what worked in my mother's case. Uh, my sister, um, did have one breast removed and my nephew, her son, um, because cancer ran on that side, um, he passed a week before Christmas with presents under the tree. He married his second wife in the hospital, wanting to leave everything to her because the prognosis was not good. So, um, geez, I'm sweating here. Um.
0: I can't do much. I have to do something. I, I understand. I understand. Loretta, thank you. Thank you. Uh, we, we'll figure this out here. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Kathy in Manhattan. Good evening. What's on your mind?
3: Hi, Dominic at Tamara. Um, one thing first, my sister um, would get her mammograms every year also, and Uh, They never saw anything. Showed up, and then when she was showering one day, she felt the lump. So you know, you know, it does. Mammograms aren't always certain. I guess is what I'm saying. But uh, anyway, she's she's fine. She went through all the treatment, but it wasn't a mastectomy. But you know, just sometimes you just can't find. You just don't know what's happening. You know, um, from certain tests.
0: Now, Kathy, are you are you a breast cancer survivor?
3: You know, I'm I call, I'm a colon cancer survivor from like five years ago, but that was like so it was the same thing. I was feeling fine. I went in for my first colonoscopy and left. I had a, a malignant tumor the size of a grapefruit in my colon. Like, who what is that? Yeah, all about and all of a sudden it was a whirlwind of doctors and I couldn't go to Florida. You have to just do this now and uh, it's the same thing, but. I am doing well now, but that was a, uh,
0: it was an experience. You're sitting there and you're like, well, what, what is, what's going on here? Yeah. Well, Kathy, thank you so much for the call. I've got to take a break, but before I do so, I want to go to Indiana. And again, Tamara, calls are coming in from all over America as it relates to you. Uh, stepping up to reveal something very private that you have breast cancer. You said to have a double mastectomy five days from Christmas. I want to go before we take a break to Cindy in Indiana. Good evening, Cindy. Hi. You are talking uh, with Tamara Tucci and Dominic Carter.
5: Well, hi, Dominic and Tamara. Um, hi. At- hi, Q. <laughs> hi. Um, I couldn't help. I had to call. Um, I also had I had breast cancer and I had both of my breasts removed in 2019. And when I heard you say that the uh, someone had suggested that you wear button-down um, shirts, that's also good for pajamas as well. You want to have button-down pajamas because um, you wouldn't okay. be able to. it's you'll you'll need it from, you know, to. Um, it, it is true about lifting up your arms. Um, But another thing that uh, I thought about, there were um, these nurse navigators here in Indiana that were very helpful to me. And they gave me these little pillows. And what the little pillows were for was if you rode in a car and you put your seatbelt on, those little pillows would go across. um, so So you want some kind of cushioning. For when you ride in the car and maybe that person already told you about that, but but Actually, it, it no. would it it's something too. Writing. I'm writing that down right now. So, so if you can't find like little soft pillows, these the pillows that the, there were people here that made the pillows. Um,
0: Cindy, as someone who's gone through this, this exact situation that Tamara is about to go through five days from Christmas as it relates to breast cancer, what is the best advice you can offer her? Uh, I don't know, because I
5: believe I've had cancer twice. I had cancer. um, I had Hodgkin's lymphoma when I was in my 30s, and I had breast cancer just recently. So, And both of those... um, situations were they were very different um as far as the treatment and everything goes but uh, my advice I guess would be to um just everybody's gonna want to give you advice so and tell you how to feel or tell you this and that you got to feel what you feel feel what you feel and if you feel like crying cry if you you know I have always I felt like there were times when people were un, felt uncomfortable around me and it, and if they probably didn't know what to say but um yes. if you know but if you you know it, it sometimes you feel like you got to put on this happy positive face all the time for people to so that they'll feel better so you take care of you cuz this this you're going to need you during this time So it's okay to cry. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to feel whatever you want to feel. And that, that is the main thing that I would say, because you're not, you and I are different. My experience is, is different from what you're going to experience. And that's one thing, you know, everybody's going to be wanting to give you advice. And, um, so that, and, and, the thing that I got from those nurse navigators, they sent me, like, little cards and little things, and they said, never give up. And so that would be my advice to you is never give up. There's going to be days when you're going to feel bad, but never, ever give up because you're, you 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 can beat this. You're strong. You're tough. You're going to find strength from inside that you never knew you had. And you can beat this, and along with the doctors and and all the support that you're gonna get, um, you can beat this, and cancer is not gonna win. That's. That's what i got to say to you.
0: Cancer's not going to win, honey. Cindy, I want to hear Tamara's reaction to what you just said, but I want you to hold on, Cindy, please, because I do have one more question for you. But I've got to take, as someone who's been through this, but I've got to take a break. We are chatting with Tamara Tucci, a longtime WABC listener, Tamara has breast cancer, set to have a double mastectomy five days from Christmas. Tamara, I want you to stay with me up until the top of the hour. We have a lot of calls coming in for you. Can you do that? Yes. Okay, so please hold on. Cindy, please stay with me. Folks, we'll be right back.
1: At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree,
6: GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your
2: dreams.
1: The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. W-A-B-C. They say this is
0: a big, rich town. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 W.A.B.C. And we are back. Dominic Carter here with you. We are chatting with Tamara Tucci, a longtime W.A.B.C. listener. She has breast cancer, said to have a double mastectomy five days from Christmas. And she's a friend. And I have to tell you, Tamara, I'm going to go back to Cindy in Indiana in a second. But I have to tell you that I'm very proud of you because it's not easy to discuss personal situations. And you're putting your story before the world right now of uh, something that you're dealing with. And Tamara, a friend, has uh, opened a GoFundMe page for her. I'm looking at it right now. It has $1,800 with a goal of $11,000 And uh, it says here that uh, your friend, uh, Monet Johnston, she wants you to not be stressed out and be able to help ease the burden of your expenses for the next few months while you recover and help you get through the holidays without stress. And so I want to go back to Cindy in Indiana. And Cindy, are you still with me?
5: Yes, I am. And I'm sorry if I came on too strong. No, Cindy, no, no, no,
0: no, 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 no. you're you're doing, you're doing wonderful. The question that I have for you, Cindy, with Tamara listening to you right now is because this is something that I, I, you know, I, I can't relate to, but, but, but even though men have had breast cancer before, but, but when, when you come out of it, you said you had a double mastectomy yourself, correct? That's, That's correct. Okay. So if you don't mind sharing with, Tamara, and I want you two to talk to each other. What is it like when you come out of surgery and realize that your life has changed forever physically?
5: Um. See, and here's probably where I might, where I, when I said everybody's different for me, I envisioned this awful cancer in my body and I wanted it gone so when my breasts were removed i was grateful the cancer is gone now that doesn't mean that i am thrilled um thrilled because i didn't have reconstructive surgery that doesn't mean you know not, i'm that i'm thrilled not to have them because it's part of being a woman but for me at the moment when i when, when, um, cause you are kind of numb, you're kind of in a zone, you're in a zone where you just have to keep forging forward. At that time, when I got out of surgery, uh, plus you're, you know, fuzzy feeling and, you know, foggy, but I, from the very beginning, when my oncologist told me, you know, what I, what needed to be done, I was like, you know, let's do it because, because living, I'd rather be alive with no breath then not here on this earth 4 years later so that's my that's the best i can offer you from my perspective now somebody else um might you know
0: thank thank you Cindy tomorrow i want you to talk to Cindy before she goes and react to what she just said
3: so right now i'm in the
2: anger and denial stage i I still can't believe this is real. I, um, I'm, I'm not happy about losing my breast, and and I, I hear what you're saying. You're, you're happy to get rid of the cancer. Yes, I want the cancer gone, but I, I'm just in denial, and I'm very angry. I, I feel that my body uh, failed me, if, if that makes sense. But, um, but I think tomorrow when I meet the plastic surgeon I, I think I'm going to start it's going to really start hitting me that this is real this is about to happen so I don't know how I'm going to feel the day of surgery though I I don't know I I'm not sure yet
0: Cindy in Indiana, we want to thank you for your call and for the advice and tips that you're offering to Tamara Tucci as she's about to have a double mastectomy. And so let's go to the next call. Linda, Long Island. Good evening, Linda. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC.
1: Hi, thank you. I just want a little bit less stress. I want to tell you something. I'm a 25-year survivor of breast cancer. Um, which I never thought would happen 25 years. Cause I kept saying, you know, it's coming back, you know, in my head, like you are thinking now the stress of what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I kept yes. thinking, you know, they kept saying, you'll be in remit, you know, before that you'll be in remission and it'll, it could come back any time. And I lived with that in the beginning, but then I realized later, oh, well, I'll tell you, I, I don't want to make it that long, but I want to tell you the good news now, um, I had to have, that's the way it was 25 years ago, I had to have, I found that later, it's 24 lymph nodes removed from under my arm, as you know, right? And now they changed that. A friend of mine had it, and she had 17, she told me. And that was, let me tell you something, the most excruciating pain that I ever had, that operation, for that alone, just for that. And it was complicated, and it was drained. I never even know what that, knew what that was. It was a whole big deal. They don't do that anymore. That was the most painful thing. Today, they're taking out one, right? Uh, lymph nodes, I don't know how many what? they're
2: going to remove.
1: Yeah. Well, they don't do They don't it. Do, you know, it's changed. They're not going to do that. Oh, That's okay. Gonna okay. Okay, so you won't have that. Believe me, a lot of people, a lot of women suffered from that. That was the hardest part, worse than the chemo. Now, I had a surgeon that was very, very good um, because he threatened me. I didn't want to have chemo. And he said to me, if you don't have the chemo, you're going to have to sign a paper for me saying I'm not responsible for what happens to you. Right. So Mm -hmm. he scared me into it. So I did the, the, I went, you know, like you, you, I felt exactly the way you feel now, that everything, you know, that everything's in your head. You don't know, never know what, right? You're thinking, I don't know what's going to happen. Now I went through, I went through, uh, you know, the first one, I went through that and then I went through the chemo, right? Over months of, uh, that was not good you know but you get over it uh, and then the radiation every single day for weeks and weeks i don't know i don't think you, i don't know if you, uh, you're not doing radiation right are you yeah i don't yeah i don't know yet
2: i won't know that till i'm closer to surgery uh-huh. um i have several more doctor appointments before
1: okay i even have surgery yeah Okay, let me just tell you. If you have if you have radiation, don't worry about that. That's not painful. Okay, that has no pain. Okay. I worried a lot about the pain. You know, obviously, what's going to happen. But I, I'm, you know, I, I'm a coward. I, I couldn't worried about the pain. Okay, so you you're not going to have the, the worst the worst part of it. That you won't have that. Um, and most of it is now in your head, right? Because I know what it felt like. Now, after the whole thing was over, after it, you know, in the beginning, it's, you know, it could come back any minute, you know, you got like it's so bad, but, um, another doctor came in to see me cause it wasn't seeing me, uh, uh um, surgeon okay, Linda, anymore. I, I gotta,
0: I gotta wrap this up. So, so just please okay. just conclude the it, last please.
1: line. Okay. I just want to tell you that he said to me, they always say there's no cure, right? There's no cure. He said to me, you've been cured. So there is no such thing as the woman before me said, everyone is different. And don't worry that, you know, I know everybody says don't worry, but try and think about it, that it's not as bad as you feel now. It's not going to be right. You'll get through it and you won't have the stress you have now. Thank you. Thank, you. Thank, Thank you. Think about that. Thank you, Linda. Thank
0: you. Tamara, before you respond, I want to go to Shelly in New York. Shelly, you're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Minute,
6: Tamara? Hello? Hello? Tamara, Hello. can you hear me? Tamara? Hello? Yes. You, can you hear me? I can hear you. All right, darling. I want to tell you I had invasive ductal carcinoma, left breast at age 44, I'll be, uh, I'm sorry, at age 47, I will be 66 in February, and okay, okay, so that's number one. Number two, I was a, a little different from you because I started at the age of 30 having a mammogram and then a sonogram, and you're correct, mammogram doesn't show everything, If you have dense and cystic cystic breasts, you must have a mammogram and sonogram. So I was the type of woman that kept all my reports. I'm the type of woman that wanted to know every little thing. To be quick, I still have my breasts. I wanted to take them off. It wasn't necessary. Um, I had stage two. I knew my pathology. I knew everything. They removed, I think, one sentinel lymph node and three other nodes. They found some cancer cells all the way deep down, and they wanted to remove more. I did not let them because I did not want to get lymphedemia. I also want to tell you that I was jogging, swimming, and weightlifting every single day, and I still got cancer. I did not have the BRCA gene, and... I'm telling you two resources that helped me a lot. One of them is Dr. Or I don't know if she's a doctor, but let's call her Dr. Susan Love's Breast Book. If you can remember that name, because it's for the lay person, it shows diagrams, and it doesn't make you scared. And it helps you. The other thing is I was very lucky because I went to Park Avenue radiologist on Park and 63rd since college with all sorts of jogging and all sorts of injury stuff, and everybody knew me, and I was treated like gold. I also, meaning I had a mammogram, sonogram, MRI. Every three months, I made that decision after having the chemo and radiation, After the chemo and radiation in the other breast, they found some spots, and my doctor, who was great, wanted to leave them in for three months. I said, no, I want them out now. I was that type of a person. I've had eight operations for cancer, but what saved my life, but again, this was me, and medicine was different. Um. What saved my life is every three months, I decided that I was going to have a Mammal Sano and MRI. And if something was in my breast, I wanted it out now. I was not going to wait three months. But again, that was me.
0: Okay.
6: So all Shall I we, wanted to tell you was don't worry and be proactive. Do not be scared. Please, I love you. And you're going to be <laughs> thank crazy. you. I don't want you to be scared. And by the way, I'm, I'm also in Florida, but I'm in New York. Please, darling, I love you. Another resource I want you to have is cancer care. Reason is they will pay for things maybe towards rent, they'll pay for um, car service, they will pay for things. So, please reach out to them and they have different therapists that you can just talk to and they are so terrific and so wonderful. So please, I'm going to tell you again, I love you. Be around good people. Don't be afraid. Know your pathology. Do not be angry with your body because I was athletic and and juicing and all of that and thin and it just happens.
0: Uh, Shelly, thank you. I, I I have to step Bye, in. God, thank I
6: love you. thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Shelly. The the Bye. love the
0: love goes right back at you. Tamara, I I've, I've got to take a break. I want you to think of a uh, response to Shelly in just a second. A lot of calls are, are are continuing to come in for you as you are revealing that you're dealing with uh with breast cancer, double mastectomy. Five days from Christmas I you know we haven't heard much from you the last couple of minutes because people are calling to wish you well as you just heard Shelly say that that she loves you and uh, and again there is a GoFundMe page for Tamara Tucci a uh, breast cancer fundraiser for her that's how you can find it Tamara Tucci on GoFundMe I've got to take a break we'll be right back Talk Radio 77
5: Radio 77
2: WABC. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC.
0: We are back. Tamara, we only have uh, a few minutes left and I'm obviously I'm going to follow your situation as you get closer to your surgery for breast cancer. And after the fact, if you still want to talk about it publicly, uh, before I try to get to some more calls, I do want to ask you, uh, this, how overwhelming has it been to have a breast cancer diagnosis? It's very
2: overwhelming. Um, To the last caller, I I do want to add that I, too, um, am not a BRCA gene carrier. I don't have a family history of it. I I exercise daily. I also juice. So the anger phase right now, I I am angry at my body. I'll get over it. I will. But um, so I think she understands me very well. And uh, as far as uh, this being overwhelming, um, I I can't sleep. You know, the anxiety, Uh, I know I'm going to be out of work. I'm just wondering uh, how long it's going to take me to recover physically and mentally. Um, So it's been very overwhelming. It's been very
5: overwhelming. And
2: I also want to say that I have a lot of friends listening right now. So I do want to say thank you to everybody that has contributed to my GoFundMe that my friend Monet put together for me. I thank all of you very, very much. It's greatly appreciated.
0: In your opinion, how important is it for women to share their stories?
2: You know, it's different for everybody. Um, as you know, I'm a very private person. Very. So for me to do this, it's it's very hard for me to do this. And um but if if I can help one person one woman say, You know what, I missed my mammogram last year. I I better go. If I can help one person that that would mean the world to me.
0: So we know, and to the calls, I, I do apologize. I'm not going to be able to get to them. We do know that knowledge and early detection saves lives. Do you believe women are proactive with their breast health? Not all
2: of us, no. Um, because like I said, I was going to skip this year because the last several years, they've been good. And again, I'm, I'm active. I'm, I exercise. I eat right. I don't drink. I don't smoke. Some of us are, some of us aren't. Um, I, I think we probably should be
0: more proactive. Thank you, Tamara. We're going to be following up on her story. She has a GoFundMe page, breast cancer fundraiser for Tamara Tucci. I will be right back.